0: November 10th, Hebrews chapter 10, verses 1 through 17. The old system in the law of Moses was only a shadow of the things to come, not the reality of the good things Christ has done for us. The sacrifices under the old system were repeated again and again, year after year. But they were never able to provide perfect cleansing for those who came to worship. If they could have provided perfect cleansing, the sacrifices would have stopped. For the worshipers would have been purified once for all time, and their feelings of guilt would have disappeared. But just the opposite happened. Those yearly sacrifices reminded them of their sins year after year. For it is not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. That is why Christ, when He came into the world, said, you did not want animal sacrifices and grain offerings, but you have given me a body so that I might obey you. No, you are not pleased with animals burned on the altar, or with other offerings for sin. Then I said, Look, I have come to do your will, O God, just as it is written about me in the Scriptures. Christ said, You did not want animal sacrifices or grain offerings. Or animals burned on the altar, or other offerings for sin, nor were you pleased with them, though they are required by the law of Moses. Then he added, Look, I have come to do your will. He cancels the first covenant in order to establish the second. And what God wants is for us to be made holy by the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all time. Under the old covenant, The priest stands before the altar day after day, offering sacrifices that can never take away sins. But our high priest offered himself to God as one sacrifice for sins, good for all time. Then he sat down at the place of highest honor, at God's right hand. There he waits until his enemies are humble as a footstool under his feet. For by that one offering he perfected forever all those whom he is making holy. And the Holy Spirit also testifies that this is so. First he says, This is the new covenant I will make with my people on that day, says the Lord. I will put my laws in their hearts, so they will understand them, and I will write them on their minds, so they will obey them. Then he adds, I will never again remember their sins and lawless deeds.
1: Good morning, everybody. This is Wes, Fourth Phase Coordinator. I'm going to speak to you guys about a little bit uh, on leadership and what it means to me. So first and foremost, it's uh, loving, um, serving, uh, trust, um, trusting, um, accepting that you are going to fail, that you're not perfect, that you're not better than anybody else. We are all equal. We are all the same. Admitting when you're wrong. Exploiting your own weaknesses and making those weaknesses be known to the people around you uh, And ask for that accountability to hold you accountable Um, Because if you're, whatever you're going through, and whatever you're holding in That's a foothold for the enemy to deter your thoughts Um, Know that it's Christ and it's Christ alone It's Jesus, Jesus, Jesus with everything you do, the way you think, the way you talk, the way you carry yourself, uh, knowing that it's Jesus's strength and not your own, knowing that you need Jesus, that you need Jesus every day of your life, and then everything you do to become a leader, to become a strong leader, especially for uh, the church, for your family, Leading by example, serving, getting outside of your selfish ways, putting your ego to the side, it's difficult sometimes. It's difficult to make those hard decisions. It's difficult to have those tough conversations. But what makes a great leader to me is being able to get up outside yourself and have those tough conversations, to make those tough decisions, not on your own but with Christ, knowing that it's not you that's doing anything, it's Christ within you that helps you, because we can't do this alone, we need a team, we need to seek counsel, we need Christ in everything we do, you know, being able to step back, lead by example, but know when it's time to step up, know when it's time for you to stand up and say something. Know when it's time to lead. Just like a wolf pack. The strongest leader in a wolf pack's in the back. Just kicking it. But when his pack is in trouble, he steps up. He's that God. He's that man of Christ that says, hold on, hold on. This is, this is, this is the church. Or this is my family. Or whatever you're leading in. And just know that we are all leaders. We don't need a title to become a leader in the refuge or in life or within your family. It's about stepping up and being that man or woman that God has called you to be. And just know, and we always have to know that it's Christ working through us. Because as soon as we start leaning on what we want to do or I got this, the key word in there in that sense is I. We don't have nothing. Christ has it all, and we have to remember that. We have to remember to put Christ in our lives first and foremost to even become a leader in any aspect. We need Jesus. It will always be Jesus, and it will never stop being Jesus. As soon as it stops being Jesus, you're going to fall on your face. I guarantee it. I'm a walking testimony of that. So just as some encouragement, keep pushing. Don't give up. And like I said, you don't need a title to lead at all. The strongest leaders lead from the back, man. And we need more. We need leaders in the church, leaders in the family, leaders in the streets, leaders everywhere we go. Keep pushing. Keep pushing. Never give up. Stay in prayer. Stay in constant contact with the Lord Jesus Christ. And you'll become... A great man, woman, leader, whatever it is you want to be. I love you guys. Have a wonderful day.